in a world in crisis. Can three idiots find hope in the darkest of places? Will love conquer all, or will hate win out in the end? This is a show called Hate. Welcome to a show called Hate, a podcast where we explore love, hate and everything in between in search of closure and perhaps a little perspective. I'm Lucy. I'm Ali. And I'm Liz. Yes, I did it! <laughs> Yay! Well done. <laughs> yeah, I probably should have written that down. Um, but yes, hello. It is a very, very, very special day, or at least it will be when this podcast is released. Hoping we haven't not mucked up John's scheduling too much. <laughs> it is International Men's Day. Yay! Mm. The day that no one asked for. <laughs> <laughs> so we thought in honour of this very special day, it was only fair that we give the guys the night off and do the podcast ourselves. Mm-hmm. So they can just stay at home and have their feet up and we'll, we'll do all the hard work. Uh, so yeah, uh, if you've not listened to this podcast before, let me see if I can remember how to describe how this works. Uh, Each of us brings a love and hate to the table for the entertainment and discussion of the group. Mm -hmm. Uh, And we finish the day with finding out which one won, love or hate. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to guess right now it's going to be hate. (laughs) I feel like we're a lot more loving than the boys. Yeah, (laughs) I'm not sure anyone's keeping a tally of Mm -hmm. like loves versus hates in different episodes. So... I don't know, maybe we should start. Like, we, yeah. should, we need to bring some organisation to this entire Absolutely. endeavor. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Whip it into shape. Yeah. <laughs> so as, as is always said on this podcast, format is queen. So who's got <laughs> a hate to bring to the table? Well, I think we all do. <laughs> <laughs> who's going first? I don't mind going first. Cool. Kick things off. Off you go, Ali. So my hate relates to a man who shall not be named. Um... But a, a significant man in my life. <laughs> See if you can guess who. Is it your dad? <laughs> <laughs> no, it's not my dad. <laughs> um, I'm just going to say it's Nick. Oh, see, oh, here's me thinking surprised. it was your secret brother. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, he's perfect. He's he does nothing wrong. Um, no, I I actually found it quite hard to think of something that I hate that Nick does, and hate's probably a strong word, but it's just something that he does, and whenever he does it, which is every day, I think, why? Why are you doing it this way? Why are you making life harder for yourself? So. The hate is that um, Nick has to take uh, medication every evening. He has a condition called ulcerative colitis. I don't think he would mind me I'm pretty sure he's discussed it at length on this very podcast. Yes, I wouldn't know because I don't listen. (laughs) I can tell you that there is a lot of discussion of poop. Okay, right. (laughs) Maybe I should listen. That sounds great. Um, So, yeah, every evening he takes eight tablets and they're all quite large. They're like the capsule tablets. They're like that plasticky kind of capsule that's like half and half. Yeah, yeah, with like powdery stuff in the middle. Yeah, yeah. And he has to take eight of those and he puts them all in his fist, shoves them in his gob, all of them, and then (laughs) takes a bit of water. and such a boy thing to do. (laughs) And most of the time it's okay, but sometimes it backfires. And I'm like, why don't you take two, take a little sip, take another two, take a little sip. But... Sometimes what will happen is they'll get stuck in his throat and of course they um they disintegrate with like your saliva <laughs> and then he'll like it's like the cinnamon challenge. He like does a little cough and like all this green like oh. <laughs> this green like powder like comes out of his mouth. And it's definitely it has to be green. It's like yeah. it just it, of course it's green. It's like Shrek green powder. <laughs> and it like yeah, it like fills the air and he's like choking on it but if he breathes in fast enough he'll get it back in yeah but he's like got asthma (laughs) he's probably done it because he can imagine you saying why why and then he's like and then then can't swallow them it's not like it's important medication that stops him from like functioning as a human being Um, so yeah like that just really annoys me it's just one of those boy things that oh it's just quicker you know it's just easier if I just put them all down in one yeah yeah but 
Why? Yeah, Why it's like not? it's the it's the less haste, more speed kind of yes. thing. Like if you weren't in such a hurry, it would probably be over quicker. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Instead of spending ten minutes coughing your lungs out with this horrible green powder. So Chris <coughs> takes tablets without water. What? He'll just swallow them, which is fine if they're tiny. Yeah. But like paracetamols and stuff taste disgusting. Yeah. yeah. And if they get stuck in your throat, they are stuck there like all day. Yeah. And there's one. <laughs> This one time when Nick had the genius idea of instead of taking his tablets with some water, I think he'd forgotten to take them the night before, so he's taking them in the morning. I know what I'll do, he thought. I'll take them with my cereal. (laughs) (laughs) So he shoved all of his tablets in his mouth, put a bit of cereal from his spoon in his mouth, and then proceeded to, of course, chew down on the tablets. (laughs) No, that was never going to work. And they all burst in his mouth. (laughs) And he was like, oh, I yeah, I forgot I have to chew cereal. So that, that didn't work. <laughs> well, to be fair, like, I'm not thinking that straight first thing in the morning. Like, I think I, I would probably forget that I had to chew cereal <laughs> if I was the kind of person who ate a lot of cereal. <laughs> but I mean, even if he just, like, spooned a bit of milk into the spoon yeah. and avoided the Cheerios, taking tablets with milk, I mean, that just seems a bit uh, wrong yeah. it's got like, to be water surely i had to take a fair amount of medication as a kid because i was a sickly child and i got pretty good at taking tablets but mm-hmm. i still can't do it without any kind of water no. whatsoever like i still just need at least like a swig of tea or yeah. something just to get everything lubricated yeah <laughs> and why not yeah why not make sure it's going to get from your mouth to yeah. your stomach and also <laughs> i feel like there's a, some sort of human instinct to not swallow a lump of something dry yes because <laughs> humans are you know we've got weird throats we're quite prone to choking and stuff and like putting things in our lungs that shouldn't be in our lungs <laughs> you know we, we we want you need that like extra filling to kind yes. of make sure it's going yeah. down oh that is yeah okay i yeah i agree that seems weird yes. to me yeah don't cut corners when you take your medication yeah. i think that's gonna be a general theme about the what, guys cutting though. corners cutting corners uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> i feel like this is a segue <laughs> yeah, this your... is actually a nice segue going on that would, that would be the shortest take that there's ever been on this podcast <laughs> i mean it's not really up for discussion is yeah. it like take your tablets with water end of discussion yeah. well remember dissolvable paracetamol that was yeah. the grossest oh, thing yeah, ever yeah. i used to hold my nose and chuck it back (laughs) it was so gross it's the worst it's just because it tastes like chalk and it never completely dissolves like there's something else in those tablets that clearly isn't the paracetamol yeah and it doesn't dissolve so why have you put it in a soluble tablet like like people who take what's the um orange like barocca barocca yeah Yeah, not sponsored (laughs) yeah please don't sponsor Hangover cures are available. Yeah. <laughs> that is a completely different message to what this podcast yeah. is usually. <laughs> um, yeah, why would you take something like that as an adult? Like, as an adult, what ch- um, children? Yeah, yeah. Hangover well, cure. Soluble paracetamol. You kind of did it because you couldn't swallow. Mm, yeah, yeah. But I guess there are some people that adult. don't like taking tablets. Like they have like a reflex or something. It I can suppose. be good yeah. if you've got trouble swallowing as well. Yeah. Like if you've got like my uncle has a condition that makes it hard for him to swallow. So yeah. he has to like drink with every mouthful of food yeah. basically. So he, yeah. He, so that's forgiven. Yeah. But I mean, if you if you can take tablets, just. Just do that, yeah. I guess. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you don't have to taste them quite so much either. If they're just like a solid yeah. thing, just swallow it down. Yeah, down yeah like soluble paracetamol. God, yeah. Ugh. My, I remember my mum trying to get me to take paracetamol as a kid, like a half paracetamol smooshed up in jam. So she Really? Like, she like put the paracetamol between... I'm, I'm doing like an action with my hands here. Which is really <laughs> but she basically, she'd put the par- half a paracetamol between two spoons, like two teaspoons, and squish them together so yeah, that the paracetamol turned to powder. That. And then she'd mix it up with jam. That's what I do with dumpling. Me... <laughs> <laughs> but again, like, this strikes me as weird thinking back because like, I had to take a fair amount of medication as a kid, so I was actually okay at swallowing tablets. Mm. I think it was the half tablet because then it's got like a harsh edge to it. Why don't they just make kid doses of tablets? Yeah. So that it's a smooth thing. Well, this could be our next big punch. Yeah. Venture. Kids tablets. Kids tablets. <laughs> big punch tablets. Yeah, we've done comics, we've done games. Now we're moving into pharmaceuticals. <laughs> it's, 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 pharma- it's, it's, it's the, the next clear, logical yeah. progression. Like, yeah, sure, whatever. So, Liz. Yes, so, so, cutting corners. Uh-huh, uh-huh, yes. <laughs> um, well, I guess the real title is... Um, 
Chris cannot do DIY. Sorry, it just sport the fact that I'm oh. talking to <laughs> He cannot do DIY. And I know you two have very handy husbands who can do DIY. But Chris cannot. So at the weekend, we painted our bathroom because it was first painted without bathroom paint and all went mouldy. Oh, no. um, we've yeah. not even been in a year yet. <laughs> and um, and so we were, we've been discussing it for a while. And yeah, you need like, to take your time discussing the black mold. You know, to me. <laughs> you know it, 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 by the time it has, it gets to black mold stage, it's got rights and privileges, and you know, probably, exactly. probably can vote and stuff. So. Exactly. <laughs> and so we go and buy some paint, and we're like, okay, it's a rainy day, let's do it. And he's, you know, already got the paint on the brush ready to go on the wall. And I'm like, hang on a minute. We need to get this mold off. (laughs) He's going to paint over the wall. He was like, no, we'll just paint over it. No. No. (laughs) It'll just grow behind the paint, surely. And it's like, you'll end up with a layer. Like, you'll get a nice padded layer. There'll be a nice spring to the wall eventually. (laughs) (laughs) It'll keep growing. It'll be like, ooh. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> so, so, so what did you say to him so so we did clean the wall okay <laughs> well i i am probably not very tactful with things like this i'm like are you kidding <laughs> i feel like maybe you need to be at times like you know you just gotta yeah speak your mind exactly thanks Luce. <laughs> um so yes we did clean the wall and then we painted the wall but again like he has to slap the paint on so our whole bathroom's covered in paint so then we have to go around cleaning up all the paint whereas I'm like you literally just need a little bit on the brush and we can do this is he doing it badly on purpose so that in the future you don't ask him to do it well I don't know because he's always like I'm the man I'm gonna sort this and then and then he asks John John to come around with his power tools (laughs) exactly (laughs) so some of the examples that I had have already been mentioned on this podcast so um yeah, the time that we moved the um, the coat hooks and couldn't work out how to get them off the wall to start off with. And then we um, drilled some holes in the wall. He couldn't get through the wall, so then we just filled the holes in <laughs> and got some coat hooks that went over the door. <laughs> so you just abandoned that completely. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, just generally DIY. Like, he painted our banister because when we moved in, it was the week before Christmas. So I put tinsel around the banister mm. and it stained the banister. What? I yeah. feel like you had shoddy and, um, tinsel there. Like, yeah. tinsel shouldn't be leaving it was, marks. It was several years old. Yeah. Um, and Chris was like, oh, yeah, I'll, I'll paint the banister. I'll do something good. I mean, how hard can that be? Uh, exactly. Yeah. But he didn't sand it down or anything. So then he painted it and just started curling back up. Oh, oh no. <laughs> <laughs> so now you've got a half-painted banister. That's all well, it's all, it's all peeled off now. So we're back to the red-stained <laughs> banister. Oh, no. <laughs> uh, to be fair, like, I don't know what they used in older gloss paints, but banister in this very house which i believe was last decorated in sort of like the late 70s possibly somewhere was just like we we cannot get stuff to stick to it like we have repainted that banister so many times it really and we've had to like sand all the way through to like wood to get bits of it to stick it's just what the what on earth did they put in that paint are you defending chris yeah (laughs) your house is a lot more modern than this one you have a you're on the lovely second house we're on the first house that was a bit grotty you know i'm assuming your house was decorated somewhere this century before you moved in well i don't know about the banister Hmm. it's 1930s house ah okay so the living room's been done within the last five years but i think the rest of it is pretty old so there's no excuse but you still <laughs> basically you can, you can make it stick eventually but you do just have to sand through like 14 layers of yeah. lead based toxins first is is there any skill to diy is it just a case of if you're patient enough and you do your research as to what paint you need anyone can do it or is there actually a skill i think there's probably a level that you can do yourself like i'm not sure i'd trust myself to figure out how to put it in a second staircase or something yeah fair <laughs> enough I mean that's quite structurally important <laughs> but like putting up a shelf or painting a banister yeah I think it's maybe it's just important to start from the point of view of I can do this it's mm-hmm. like other humans have done this so I should be able to do this yes in yeah. theory yeah. <laughs> how have other humans done it is the next step I guess yeah. and maybe that's the step people YouTube yeah. yes. YouTube yeah I YouTube so much out of our boiler when our boiler was playing up when we first moved in it's just like right oh look this, this particular boiler has a whole series of YouTube videos <laughs> about how to fix basic troubleshooting stuff 
Would Chris dare to look up help? No. Is it like asking for directions? It's like, I will figure this out myself. No, he cannot. I'm like, why don't you look this up on YouTube? (laughs) (laughs) No, he can't do it. Does he not read instructions either? No. Well, we did get a... uh, When we first moved in, we've got like a bathroom cabinet, one of these, which goes like around the sink, Mm -hmm. around the bottom of the sink. Oh, my God. It... I think it cost us like 15 quid, this bathroom cabinet, and it took two of us three hours <laughs> to put it together. How but many glasses just... of wine were involved? <laughs> he just like, you know, was cracking on. He was like, clearly this goes here. I'm like, no, let's check we have the pieces and then let's just follow it step by step. Yeah, I think that's why I end up doing a lot of the IKEA building in this house. Um, and a lot of this house is sponsored by Ikea uh, <laughs> but not this podcast yeah not, not this podcast but the house is definitely sponsored by Ikea um, but yeah it's just they are easy because loads of people seem to get angry about Ikea flat pack furniture yeah, it's and not I'm that just like, hard it's really not like you just get everything out of the box and you go right have I got all the things and yes yeah, start up step one good continue yeah see I do tend to throw away the instructions for Ikea I see it like, I don't need the instructions. Like, with something like DIY, it's like, I don't have everything I need. I need to check what I need. Mm-hmm. But IKEA, I know everything I need in this box. So it's <laughs> like a little puzzle. Like, how many different things can I make from this before I come across the correct arrangement of pieces? <laughs> I was like, even following the instructions, I managed to put, we've got a bunch of um, uh, Kallax boxes under our stairs now, which are just literally cubes with mm-hmm. doors that you can stick to the front of them. And... Even following the instructions, I managed to put some of those together the wrong way round. It's got four sides. How many wrong way rounds can there be? <laughs> Make a square. Yeah. Oh, so oh. maybe we're sympathetic to Chris, do you think? Uh, I feel like if he knows he has a weakness in this area of the uh, DIYness, he should maybe put more effort into yes. it. Oh, yeah. Is he aware that he's bad? That's the question. <laughs> Does he think he's great? I think How he knows aware secretly. Have you made him that you... <laughs> I've made him quite aware. <laughs> I think he's quite annoyed with me. But I think it's one of those things, like you assume a man can do things like this, stereotypically. But then I think back and I'm like, no, my mum did all the DIY. My dad was hopeless as well. I think that's definitely like, I guess in my household, my mum was the designer of like mm. the, the pair in my household. She would draw plans up. She'd do proper like scale drawings of things she wanted. And then my dad is by profession a metal worker and woodworker. So it's the perfect kind of, pair. Yeah, it's kind of obvious. Yeah. He just, you know, he made us a rocking horse. Wow. Because he just wanted one. He made, made us a rocking horse as kids. You know, he just does that sort of thing. That's very cool. <laughs> so Nick and I, I think, are quite well suited because I will race in and do and try something and then Nick will come in and fix clear it. up. Yeah, fix it up <laughs> afterwards. <laughs> it's like when I was trying to cut a square out of the worktop for our sink because we fitted our own kitchen, which was an experience. Um, and I just completely just went on the wonk and it like we had this massive hole and the sink basically went through the hole so we had to like get a whole new piece of work done and Nick was like why don't you let me do this one I was like okay so you're the Chris I'm the yeah I I am the Chris yeah and like painting I know I should sand it first but yeah (laughs) but yeah but we're talking about men Yes. So, yeah. so, you know, I'm not up for criticism in this. So. <laughs> I, got, I got a bunch of men to fit my kitchen for me. So oh, that's very wise. Yeah. <laughs> I'm all about that. We, yeah. We've just planned for somebody to come in and finally fix our radiators because we're not going to touch them. Oh, God. Yeah. <laughs> oh, see, I fixed my own radiator. Did you? And then it did leak for about out. two months until a plumber came out. <laughs> so I was like, can you take a look at this? It's been dripping. <laughs> Every day we have to replace the cup that's underneath. <laughs> <laughs> well, I um I did fix our like the shower doors are on like a runner mm-hmm. and they were broken when we um moved in and I fixed them. Nice. Oh, lovely. And I fixed the toilet flush myself. Oh, cool. Yeah. So I'm quite handy. Well, yeah, well done. I'm just so disappointed that Christopher is not. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure he has his uh, strengths, though. He does. Do you still have that TV cabinet that's like a chest of drawers <laughs> with the tops on off? <laughs> yes! <laughs> Again, he bought John's power tools. He borrowed John's power yes. tools to do that. <laughs> So, like, yeah. How would you describe it? I mean, it literally so is the chest of drawers with the tops on. Off, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. So it's a chest of drawers. So it's three, three drawers, and the bottom two have got DVDs or 
Blu-rays in (laughs) and stuff. And then obviously we needed somewhere. Um, So it all came about because um, Chris and I kept getting stiff necks from looking down at the TV because a standard kind of TV stand is quite low. Mm -hmm. So we were like, we need something taller. Yeah. And um, so this is obviously taller, but then you need somewhere to put your digibox or whatever. Mm -hmm. So the top drawer, we took the front off of it but then it looked dodgy because he had like the runners and stuff yeah and so then he stuck an end i don't know how to describe this he cut cut the middle like sort of six eighths out of the middle of the front of the drawer yeah and then stuck the two ends back So we like covered the runners and stuff and we can still put our digibox in, in there and the Wi-Fi and stuff. And then obviously I mean, it's innovative, the, I'll give him that. Yeah. So then obviously the leads had to go through. So they've now got to go through the back of the drawer and the back of the the, the cabinet, outside. Yeah. yeah. And so yeah, borrowed John's circular <laughs> drill. Oh, you loved that. That was the best day of his life. <laughs> I feel like you found a hole in the market for like taller TV cabinets. Yes. Mm, you should definitely. tell this to IKEA. They might yeah. make they might make it like legit. <laughs> I did see like again, because I I spend a lot of time browsing IKEA, they've now started doing TV cabinets where there's like a painting that you can pull across the front of the TV. Because apparently oh. this is now like one of the principles. I'm going to mispronounce this now. So uh-huh. apologies to anyone who happens to be listening from Denmark. <laughs> <laughs> this is now one of the principles of Hooger, which is like oh, the yep. Danish internal decoration oh. and coziness principle um, that you shouldn't see electronics. Mm. So you, sh- you should never, oh. you should always be able to cover up your electronics so that you're not distracted by them. I see. So, yeah, so IKEA but that's was... what they're there for. Yeah, I'm like, the whole point <laughs> yeah. of having the TV is to stop me thinking. So yeah. <laughs> The whole point of a remote is so when I sit down on the sofa, I don't have, then have to get up to switch channels. <laughs> but if I have to get up to like yeah. take the painting off the yeah. telly, <laughs> it's like, oh. <laughs> but then I've, I've seen now that there's a TV that's come out that when you turn it off, it displays a piece of artwork rather than being off. Right. So it goes into some sort of like low power mode that just shows a single, like a slide of a classic painting. A bit like, um, is it like e-ink that um, e-readers use, you know, so it's like hardly using any power. I have no idea. I've heard it's apparently like as much power as it being off. Oh. But I I don't know what, I'm like, I don't know. There's something feels wrong about yeah. that. Like that, that feels a bit like dystopian, big brothery. Yeah. Like I can't turn yeah. the TV off. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah. And is that drawing more attention to the TV than if it was yeah. just a black screen? And do I have to like? What if I get bored of the art? Do I get to cycle it, or do I have to pick a single piece of art? <laughs> you have to buy a new TV. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I've changed the color scheme in my living room. I need an entirely <laughs> new telly, one that shows a Van Gogh rather than a Kandinsky. <laughs> <laughs> like, uh, a TV's a TV. Yeah. Let's just accept it. Yeah. yeah. It's a yeah magic box that goes bing in the corner. Yeah. <laughs> and they're not even boxes anymore. They're like just sheets of glass. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> wow. But yeah, no, I I, yeah. I I applaud Chris's entertaining attempts to be a man. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I appreciate the enthusiasm. Yes. <laughs> it's charming. Like it's see, adorable. I can see why it would be annoying if you're the one who's having to run around like yeah fixing the issues I mean afterwards. my eyes are so tired from all the rolling <laughs> <laughs> would you like some water for your paracetamol <laughs> to ease that pain yeah. <laughs> the amount of tutting I have to do is exhausting oh dear <laughs> someone's got to though so. <laughs> oh you see? Yeah, okay. Um, well, I mean, speaking of tutting, if we're going to try for the whole sort of smooth segues Ooh, thing. Can we do a full circle of <laughs> segues? <laughs> Let's see. Um, I have a little audio thing here, um, which is going to kind of illustrate my hate. And my hate is this noise. What is that? <laughs> is it a kazoo? <laughs> John does this thing where he makes this little kind of kazooey noise <laughs> with his nose and mouth <laughs> in like the back of his throat. And he I don't think he even realises he's doing it <laughs> a lot of the time. And it is so loud and so nails on a chalk 
bawdy <laughs> to me. <laughs> and it's just, yeah, I, I, oh, it's just, it, it frustrates the hell out of How me. How often does he do this? Well, less often than he used to. Um, I definitely turned a corner when I started just reaching over and holding his nose whenever he made it. The noise, because he, he doesn't seem to be able to make the noise while his nose is blocked. Okay. So, <laughs> he just passes out yeah. after a while. Um, so, yeah, definitely, like, kind of, um, it's got less in more recent years and mm-hmm. months. But um, it's just, it's more, it's the, the volume of it. Like... <laughs> I mean, John's got a large head. This has been discussed before. (laughs) Just a physically large head. He has. But it it clearly creates such a magnificent resonant chamber. (laughs) It's not filled with brains. No. It's it's just an echo chamber. (laughs) It's like St. Paul's Cathedral in there. It's just like, it bounces around and it somehow comes out in all directions at like a greatly increased volume to what should be possible for just making a little hummy noise through your nose. <laughs> but we used to live together yeah. and I remember John making that noise quite often. Yeah. He would Is it like would... a thinking noise then? Yeah, I don't think he even knows he's making it a lot of the time. He's just sort okay. of making a noise. He's now more recently switched to whistling instead, which is confusing the hell out of the cat. Because <laughs> I'm pretty sure the cat thinks its name is a whistle. Because um, <laughs> whistling is a pet peeve for a lot of people, yeah. isn't it? But that's whistling better. doesn't whistling doesn't bother me quite okay. so much, and it's kind of entertaining that the cat thinks every time John whistles it means food, um, <laughs> regardless of what he's whistling. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, it's um, there isn't a much that annoys me about John, but that definitely <laughs> does, <laughs> always kind of has done, uh-huh. um, and so yeah. Do other people, does anybody at work like make noises that annoy you as well? Or is it just that it's John? (laughs) (laughs) No, I mean, you you always notice people who have like weird vocal tics. You know, someone who uses exactly the same phrase over and over Mm. again as a form of punctuation rather than actually what that phrase means. We all do that. It's almost like literally. Mm. Yes. Yeah, Yeah, there's um, someone at work who uses the phrase in terms of. All the time, mm. regardless of what the next sentence... It's it's a thinking noise, as you said. Yeah. It's like they're not actually saying anything in terms of anything else. They're just filling the gap until yeah. the next logical noise <laughs> can come out of their face. <laughs> and um, But yeah, no, I, I can't say there's much else. But then other people have annoyed me with little mouth noises in the past. Like people I <laughs> lived with at university would make annoying little like tutting noises or... There was one chap I knew who used to just like make a squealing noise like a fire alarm or something. What? I don't. And again, I don't even know if he knew he was doing it. <laughs> Can you like give us a demonstration? I don't want to blow the mic. <laughs> but no, it was literally. It sounded like a fire alarm. It was like a sort of. And he just do that like what? completely around him. Yeah, that would be annoying. Yeah, yeah. And then uh, you'd just be like. What, what what what's wrong? And he's like, what? <laughs> okay, fine. I guess that's fine then. What? That's quite extreme. Yeah, but um, yeah, I don't know. Is it is it a more is it a more general man thing? Do men make louder annoying noises because they're just like? Is this limited to from their mouths? Because <laughs> <laughs> Nick makes some quite amazing sounds from his butt. <laughs> Not as high pitched, but equally as uh, equally as offensive. So I hum quite mm. a lot. That must be annoying. Do you I hum stop tunes, doing tunes, or do you just sort of go tunes? Mm. No tunes. <laughs> I do. I do hum to myself. I think it comes from growing up in quite a musical household where my dad would just start singing sometimes. So would my mum. <laughs> it would just that was just a thing. Um, my dad has sung along to the reversing signals on trucks before. I've, I've been walking down. <laughs> I've been walking down the street with him and suddenly realised he's going do do do. Is he like, oh, that's a that's a D sharp? <laughs> Thing is, he could do that. I don't know really? if he ever has, but he could. <laughs> this wow. vehicle um, is reversing. <laughs> <laughs> do do <laughs> But um, so yeah, I know I do hum, and it's probably quite annoying if I'm hum- if I've got my headphones on, I will find myself singing along, and then realise, of course, nobody else can hear what I'm singing along <laughs> to. So. It just sounds like me singing slightly out of tune or something because I can't hear myself. Um, but yeah, so I'm, I imagine this is something that everyone does and mm. everything. But 
that particular noise is so very specifically John. I've never heard <laughs> anyone else make that noise or anything like it. Isn't fate such a cruel mistress that yeah. you found your one and you married him and you're destined to be together, but he's also the one person in the world that makes the noise yeah. that really annoys you. <laughs> I mean, nobody's perfect. I think if that's the only thing he's got going against yeah. him, I can live with it. Um, and I do live with it. <laughs> For now. Yeah. Until I can figure out way of completely blocking his nose permanently (laughs) (laughs) but yeah that's that's my hate and I was I was intending to make it more general but I thought if I'm literally playing the opening titles to Nick and John is this Evangelion uh, it was pretty obvious. <laughs> the noise was. Yeah. yeah, yeah, we've all been quite overt for that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That whole thing keeping it anonymous didn't last very no. long. No. Sorry, guys. I know John's going to have to like listen to this while he's editing it, and I could just imagine him like weeping at the table. I would edit it, but he uses audition, and I have no idea how that works. <laughs> will he be weeping or will he be making that noise? He might. He might just sit there making that noise just As for revenge. Yeah, over what you're saying. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I'm expecting that next episode we basically. It's all reversed. Like you know, yeah. I'm sure I make some noise that irritates the hell out of him. I know he anno- I know he gets annoyed by the fact that I like leave my keys and my phone in a different place every single time I move around the house. Mm. I've definitely I heard that, that yeah. on one of their podcasts. <laughs> <laughs> I just like I put things down in places. That's what things. That's what places are for to put things down in. Yeah. <laughs> I'm the same. I'm with you on that. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. Well, I think they've got off quite lightly. I think we've been quite yeah, nice. Yeah, we've been all right. Yeah. Um, I, I hear I hear that we have some listener hates. Yes. Ooh. I reached From out to my sister. One particularly irritable listener. <laughs> yes. I reached out to my sister because I was like, oh, you, you have had men experiences. <laughs> <laughs> Tell me your gripes. How awkward is that to say of your seven-year younger sister? Yeah. <laughs> Um, so, I mean, some of these are quite general and some of these I actually don't agree with, but I'm just going to yeah, go read for them let's, out. Let's bring them to the Feel table. free to interrupt with your yeah. own thoughts and opinions as I go. <laughs> so she says, I hate that men are assertive where women are nags or bitches. Yeah. Now I agree with this. Yeah. Now that isn't really a problem with men. That's just a problem with how some people react differently from men to women. Yeah. So, yeah, if like a woman's being assertive as she says it's just seen as being like a bossy bitch yeah I mean I think I'm quite lucky in that this is usually a workplace thing Mm -hmm. isn't it where it's like if your manager's a woman she's being bossy if your manager's a man Mm. she's you know he's being demanding or something like you know he's just expecting a lot of you yes um I've I've personally never really experienced it, although I've mm. heard from people who have. But maybe that's because I'm the bossy one. <laughs> like you know, you, you know, it's that old thing of like if you don't know who the annoying one in, is in your office, it's you. I've never heard that. It's oh, <laughs> definitely me. Yeah. So I mean, that's more of a problem with society. Yeah. yeah. Down with the patriarchy. <laughs> I mean, that's what this is all about, right? Yeah. <laughs> no, it's International Men's Day. We're celebrating oh, yeah. the men. Yeah. Patriarchy for now. Yeah. <laughs> no, this is the hate section. Yeah. Oh, oh, yeah. We can hate on them right now. That yeah. is very true. Oh, I've just remembered a hate of mine. I'm okay, completely cool. speaking out of turn now. Oh, okay. um, <laughs> why not? But um, pockets. Oh, I um, think I did pockets the, the first time yeah, you did. I was on this yeah. podcast. My hate was women's pockets. Yeah, uh, or the lack thereof. Yeah, I hate them. That still. is a result of the patriarchy, yeah. man. <laughs> so men design women's clothing. Yeah. And they don't put pockets in them so yeah. that we have to buy bags, which means that the taxpayers, you know, we're <laughs> yeah. paying more money basically to have pockets yeah. because we're buying trousers and we're buying bags. And then men are like, oh, can you carry my my wallet can you carry <laughs> my keys because you've got that big bag and it's like well if you design my clothes properly I basically I have know, a personal carry rule your now own stuff. a personal rule now I will not buy any dress or skirt that doesn't have pockets in it anymore good for you like I have some that don't have pockets in because <laughs> I'm not the kind of person who changes my clothes very often they're quite <laughs> they're getting quite old but um, yeah I would just I just won't anymore yeah. it's like it's not worth my time it's time to take a stand yeah I need pockets. It's the 21st century. Yeah, I have a, I have a smartphone. 
this does not fit in the po- I'm holding up my smartphone now, listeners. <laughs> this does not fit in the pockets of the trousers I'm currently wearing. Mm-hmm. Like any of them. The back pockets, the front pockets. My my own fingers barely fit in the front pockets of the trousers <laughs> I'm currently wearing. <laughs> I think the nineties yeah. um, had it sorted when they had those big baggy car oh, co- God, like yeah, cargo yeah. pants and they had like fifty pockets on them. Hell yeah. yeah. We need to bring those back into fashion. <laughs> I remember having a friend who had a pair of those giant jeans. And she was showing off that she could fit an entire yellow pages inside one of the pockets. We need to go back to those days. That's all we need. How useful. <laughs> her trousers were around her ankles. But yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, right, my sister's next comment um, uses emojis, which I will enact with my hands. Oh dear, um, that's going to be great for an audio medium. <laughs> she says, I feel like a man's idea of a clean bathroom just isn't good enough. <laughs> And she clapped uh, between each word. I think I have to disagree there. I have to disagree as well <laughs> because Nick is much more cleanly than oh, I Oh, yeah. Am. John has cleaned the bathroom at least 10 more times than I have since we've been in this house. No, I'm definitely the, the bathroom cleaner. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, I said, to, I said to Chris when I moved in with him, I don't mind doing the cleaning and doing the bathroom and stuff, but you put the bins out and you clear up the dog poo. Oh, <laughs> they are the men's job. That seems That's like fair a fair, a fair <laughs> yeah. division of I mean, he me. never puts the bin out. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> he definitely does do all the dog poo. But um, <laughs> Hence why you're living amongst year-old refuse. <laughs> the bins have never been put out. No, I do put them. Well, he, I make him put the recycling out because like slugs and stuff get in the recycling yeah. box and I don't want to go in there. <laughs> 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 no, I have to. I have to say, I disagree. John is the clean one of the pair of us. I'm kind of slightly ashamed to admit it. <laughs> that usually, by the time I notice something's dirty, it's already driving John completely up the wall. <laughs> like, <laughs> it's like he calls it nesting. Like I nest. Uh-huh. I, I just cover any space that I spend any time in in a lot of stuff. Yeah. <laughs> I found the main solution to this is to not have too much stuff, if at all possible. So I try to minimise the amount of stuff yeah. that I have and then I can't <laughs> nest with it. <laughs> but when we when we both lived together, the four of us, we both had our little corners of the yeah. sofas on opposite sides of the room, didn't we? Yeah. We would just kind of surround ourselves in various objects. Yeah. <laughs> and like once a month, we kind of do like an audit you and be like, right, yeah. this can go away now. You just have like a vase of paintbrushes, I seem to remember. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I never painted. It was very artfully, very artfully arranged bars of paintbrushes. It was very nice. I don't think I could live with you. No, I can barely live with myself. <laughs> um, right, her next gripe is again more of a societal gripe. She says, "I hate when men get cheaper razors and toiletries when they're all the same." This is pink tax. Yeah, she says, "I don't want a stupid, yeah. pretty pink mm. razor." Yeah, no, this is... I, 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 think I didn't this even is also, notice. Yeah, yeah no, if you, it. if you buy the men's versions of things, it tends to be cheaper. Yeah, which is blue instead of pink. Yeah, it's, yeah. A, it's a razor. It doesn't... It doesn't change its yeah. function because of what colour it is. But they're Can about we 20p use the men's cheaper. Ones? We should do that. Can oh, yeah. we use them? Oh, yeah. I've, yes. got, I've got like men's disposable razors in the, in the bathroom. Yeah. I just, do I just you? Yeah, yeah. Only the weekend. Yeah, only the weekend I bought a pack of men's razors. Yeah. Yeah, oh, exactly. I'll start the doing same. That. It is it is yeah. so dumb, and like I guess the only reason even deodorants are cheaper, I seem to remember. But yeah. obviously they they have to be kind of formulated. So it might be slightly different. And yeah, they, I don't really want to smell like a man, like in myself. Like, it's just like, <laughs> <laughs> personal preference. Fair enough. <laughs> um, yeah, so that's. I mean, that's everyone agrees. Yeah, absolutely. That is facts. very stupid. Yeah. Um, and then finally. I hate it when men have a cold and they think that man flu is a real term. We all... <laughs> yes. I feel like this might have been think, said uh, yeah, by I the think, boys um, before. Yeah, yeah. yeah, she says, we all know it's a term that was created because it's an excuse. Like, if you have the flu genuinely, just say you have the flu. Yeah, yeah. If you have man flu, don't say you've got man flu. Then that's a It's like saying I'm faking it. Yeah. <laughs> I think it's often, it, it, it takes away slightly from what like flu actually is yeah. as well. Like you get so many people who like don't you know again I'm gonna go my my pro vaccination uh-huh. course here <laughs> like if you are if you need it and if you're in an at risk group you should get your flu vaccination because flu can kill you yes <laughs> it's not gonna generally kill you if you are a healthy individual mm-hmm. but if you have anything that makes you weaker to it it's a bad thing to get yeah like and it's a really like, serious illness yeah and calling like a cold the man flu I think just can, contributes to people underestimating what flu can yeah. actually do to yeah. people. Because I, I think I've only had flu once or twice in my life, like yeah. proper flu. 
I've had really bad colds. It, it but incapacitates the is, you. Like, yeah. you can't move. No. It stops every muscle in your body moving properly. You just ache all over. Yeah. Like. And it, it kind of ties in with the man up thing as well, which I really Ooh, hate. You know, yeah. the toxic masculinity, like, oh, just man up and deal with it. It's that thing. It's like, if you have the flu, just admit you have the flu. Yeah. Like, there's nothing wrong with having the flu. Um, yeah. whether you're whatever gender you are yeah. so yeah. I do feel though that maybe men are more likely this might just be my personal experience men are more likely to take time off work if they're ill than oh, women really? are it seems to me like more women come into my workplace with a cold than men come into my mm. workplace with a cold but more men are really? off sick more often ah. it seems. Chris is never off sick is that because he's never sick or does he just never take time uh, off both <laughs> I think <laughs> Um, he's hardly ever sick, hmm. but yeah, he normally goes in. And I'm, I have a yeah. theory that his job is not as stressful as. Mine. Also, he works in an office with like he works in an office with like two other people, so it's not like yeah. he's risking the health of a lot of other people yeah. in the office. But no, it's like I I don't like it when a workmate of mine comes in clearly ill because yeah. I'm like I do not want to catch whatever mm-hmm. you've got. We work in an open office. Like it's, yeah. it's not yeah. like you're squirreled away somewhere and they probably mm. won't be very productive either no but then I'm mm. just as bad really because I'm like if I take one day off sick I feel massively guilty and have oh. to like work from home or something the next day to make up for oh. it instead yeah. like well the thing is with that because when I was at a different job they said don't come in if you're sick but the thing is is nobody covers your work yeah mm. so yeah. you're just putting yourself under more pressure yeah yeah that's the issue with that I think that I was is. always kind of lucky when I was working in uh, education I somehow always managed to get ill during the holidays. So I, di- I took like one sick day over the eight years I worked in education. That's good. Um, but now that I'm actually you now having to work like a normal person, I've actually had to take sick days and the guilt is immense. Aww. And I just, I just want to go back to work. Be- but not because I'm like, I want to go back to work. I'm like, oh, I- because I'm scared of what's... It's I'm like leaving undone, yeah, yeah. And like what other people are having to cover for me and stuff. Mm. Um but yeah, so man flu is annoying for many reasons. Yeah. Can I add a little micro hate? Yeah. Please do. Um, about guys. They can only go in straight lines. <laughs> what? <laughs> what do you mean? <laughs> what on foot? So, yes. So from working in in the industry in bars and kitchens and stuff, women can like quickly dash around and with like netball, like if you ever play against any guys. Women dart round and they they mm-hmm. take corners and things. Guys just go straight, and if you're in the way, then <laughs> you'll get bashed through. <laughs> no, I totally agree with you because the amount of times that I'm like, I, I walk quite fast in gen- general because usually I want to get where I'm going, and the amount of times I'm stuck behind some dude who's somehow managing to take up the entire pavement and is just mindlessly walking completely straight forward. It's like just just move over so that I don't have to walk in the road to go around yeah. you because I'm walking at like four miles an hour and you're walking at one. <laughs> but no, I totally agree. It's just this kind of like blind, mindless, I'm going this way, everybody else will get out of the my yeah. way. And I don't, again, they probably don't even know they're doing it mm. because other people move out of their way. It's the patriarchy. Yeah. <laughs> I'm a man, I can walk where I want. No, I don't really believe that. I don't know. I haven't really noticed that, but I will be looking out for it now that you said it. But there is one thing that Nick does that really annoys me if we're walking through crowds very specifically at MCM Comic Con it's Uh especially noticeable he will always dart through the tiniest little gaps between people he's really lithe he's really nimble he's making really good headway he's you know and then there's me sort of the gap's closed now so now I've got to kind of go around this way and then I've you know oh now he's two metres ahead and he's found another little gap to squeeze through and now that's closed and so then he'll look behind him and I'm like ten metres behind he's like come on what's taking so long <laughs> Oh, it's really annoying. And then sometimes I will like purposefully like race ahead of him, and I'll look behind like, yeah, I bet he's and no, he's right behind me. <laughs> I do find that I have like um like a Comic Con radar that I've developed now. Uh-huh. Where you almost go into this sort of fugue state where it's just like you're watching for the gaps everywhere, yeah. and it's just go towards. It doesn't matter where I'm actually trying to get. I just go towards the gap. Yeah. I, will get, I will get wherever quicker if I'm going through the gaps. It's a bit like being near in the Matrix. Yeah, you kind of start like analyzing the crowd and it's like it just turns into numbers yeah i can bend space time and like move through these crowds 
Um, so yeah, no, oh. I hadn't noticed that men walk in straight lines. Oh, uh, you will now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I see it even just like walking to work in the morning. Because I pass, you know, when you walk to work the same time every day, you pass exactly the same people every day. Mm. The women with the dogs will go around me. The blokes with the dogs, their dogs go around me. Oh, <laughs> The guys, yeah. the guys just keep walking. Yeah. <laughs> well, obviously, when you're serving behind a bar and... <coughs> You know, everybody's just trying to... you got a little space. Everybody's just trying to get past each other. And, yeah, the amount of times a guy is, like, bashed into me and drinks gone everywhere. And I've (laughs) done do it again. This sounds like absolute chaos. I mean, yeah, bar. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just imagining getting home and Nick's going to be like, you know, like in video games when characters just jitter <laughs> into the wall and like walk. Like Nick's going to be like walking into the kitchen wall. They'll have to like turn him around, <laughs> set him going off in a different direction. Like one of those little robo dogs from the late nineties yeah. just keep going. And see. Yeah. <laughs> so have we? Uh, have we hated out? Do you I'm think? out of yeah. hate. Yeah, yeah. Ali. Yes. Tell us a love. <laughs> so, um, it's a, my love is not something that Nick does, but it's something that he has done in the past. It's okay. something he did on a one on one occasion, <laughs> and I will forever love him for it because it was actually it propose. No, <laughs> no, it wasn't. But I do love him for that. It was actually he forgave me for a mistake that I made, and the mistake was so bad. Um, <laughs> So basically what happened is um, I used to cut Nick's hair um, (laughs) as like a money saving venture, um, partly because I've always fancied myself as a bit of a hairdresser (laughs) based on absolutely nothing. Like I've never cut anyone's (laughs) hair before. Haven't even looked it up on YouTube. (laughs) No, (laughs) but I just kind of look at people's hair. I'm like, yeah, I could do that. (laughs) I do do suffer from that in general. I kind of look at something and be like, yeah, I could do that. (laughs) I've got to admire your confidence. (laughs) Yeah, I mean... Foolishness, maybe. (laughs) So I was looking at Nick's hair, like, yeah, I can cut your hair. Um, And it went pretty well for like three years, not a problem. But there was one time where um, he was sat in the middle of the kitchen, as we always did, because it was a nice hardwood floor and we could easily sweep it up. And he, I would use scissors on his hair, but he would always have like wispy bits on his neck. So he had um, an electric razor and I would use that to get rid of those wispy Mm -hmm. bits. And I'd kind of do like a grade sort of three on the lower part of his head, uh, like hairline as well on the back. So I was sort of going at it with the grade three, getting it nice and short and tidy in the back. And then I took the um, the cap off that keep, makes it grade three. Mm. And uh, so there was no guide on it anymore. It was just the, the bare razor. Went at the wisps on his neck to get rid of those right down to the skin. And then I went back to his head, <laughs> forgot to put the guide on. And I, sh- I shaved a square <laughs> in the back of his head. It was literally in the middle of the back of his head. <laughs> This oh, perfect square. Why did you start there? I don't know. <laughs> and I literally touched it to his head. It was like, Vroom. I was like, oh <laughs> my god. Did you try and stick it back on? <laughs> well, it took me about three minutes to tell him what I'd done. <laughs> I, I, I put the razor down and I picked the scissors back up and I was like, maybe I can like cut it that like hides this or like because it was literally down to the scalp like there was no hair there it was a bald square oh no so, so maybe he doesn't even need to know like it's on the back of his head he's, he's never, never gonna, gonna see it, it. <laughs> but then I thought no he does go to work and someone's probably gonna <laughs> ask why he has a square <laughs> in the back of his head uh, so after about three I minutes he's had some very impromptu brain surgery or something. <laughs> so after about three minutes of like faffing around with scissors not really cutting his hair but just standing behind him like oh my god what am I going to do did you get the mirror out in the back of it <laughs> I was like so what do you think <laughs> yeah, I was At like, least if it was properly centralised you could have pretended it was like, like an avant guard or something like, yeah, yeah. yeah what does it mean yeah, yeah. we're going to go for a reverse mohawk you know? <laughs> so, yes. so yeah about three minutes later I just said Nick, <laughs> in this voice that I think he immediately was like, "What? What is wrong?" <laughs> With blade in your hand. Yeah. I was like, "I'm really sorry, but I've made a mistake." 
<laughs> then yeah, I had to get the mirror, do that double mirror thing, shown the back of his head, and he handled it really well. I must say, like the screaming he... only lasted like minutes. <laughs> <laughs> what did he do? Did you have to so, shave it all? Um, no, he just had a square <laughs> in the back of his head. How long does it? How does Nick's hair grow particularly? It fast only or? took about after seven days. You couldn't really notice it, and then after about ten days, it was completely blended with the rest of his hair. Um, but oh, yeah, good. it was about a week, and everyone at work did have like did ask him, "Why have you, why have you got a square in the back of your head?" <laughs> he wears a hat a lot of the time. He does wear a hat. That's probably why. why. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so he handled it so well, and he he's never really held it against me or brought it up again, <laughs> and he completely forgave me. So that is my love that Aww. he was able to. Um, to look past that <laughs> awful error. And now he goes to a lovely Turkish man in town to get his yes. haircut. <laughs> yes. Partly because we have better paid jobs, but also partly because I can't be trusted. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yes, if anyone does fancy coming to my um, my salon at home, yeah. I charge really very good rates. Yeah. 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 <laughs> you may leave with a square in the back of your head, but uh, no, I think my like, rates reflect that. That's just like a signature. <laughs> Yeah, that's how you like, know it was me. Yeah, it's like how certain clothes designers put like a coloured button on things. You know, yeah. it's like yeah, you just you, you always shave a little square yeah. to the back of someone's head, regardless <laughs> of what haircut you're giving them. You know? Yes, have yeah. so so you not done it since? I've cut his hair since he okay. was he was stupid enough to let me do it again, <laughs> but I've not made that mistake again. No, I kind of say it out loud now. Like I tell him I'm taking the guide off. <laughs> I'm picking up the razor now just so that he can say to me like have you put the guide back on <laughs> so um, yeah but yeah he does pay a professional now to cut his yeah. hair <laughs> I think I did a pretty good job overall though apart from that yeah. bit yeah if you take like average over <laughs> yeah. the years that you cut his hair yeah like 95% approval yeah. rating I reckon yeah. so that's like a that's like good. an A star yeah. yeah like rather than just being quite good all the time I was really good most of the time <laughs> and then really bad that one time <laughs> <laughs> oh, so yes thank you Nick for forgiving me I love you for it <laughs> um, so my love is is quite general but it is Chris as well um, gentlemanliness I know we've been it's a good word mm. thank you I don't think, I it don't is think a word, it's real it should be a word but, yeah. <laughs> is it gentlemanliness or is it gentle manliness Oh, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> it's just a different way of phrasing yeah. it. <laughs> um, yeah, like, you know, sometimes that is passed off as being old-fashioned, mm-hmm. traditional and stuff, but I still like it. Holding doors open, offering to help. Um, you know, I may not want help, and I'll tell them if I don't want help, mm-hmm. but... Um, yeah, and buying the drinks and things like that, um, I still really like. Aww. I definitely like the buying the drinks thing, mostly because I just hate bars. I like, I hate like the, <laughs> the actual like the physical bar because I'm yeah. short and I just I find it really hard to get attention at bars. Well, and somehow. you don't drink as well, so there's that. Yeah, if you, were, <laughs> if you were buying the drinks, that would be very unfair on you. <laughs> but also, yeah, if someone asks me for like I want this, 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 and I'm like I don't know what that is, I'm just gonna hope <laughs> if I repeat the sounds that the right drink turns up. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I definitely agree that I'm I'm very happy to let blokes order bars because they're just built bloke shaped, like they're they're bloke height. <laughs> <laughs> but there are a lot of people who I don't think are gentlemen. And I think that is wrong. Oh. And um, mm. like at work, obviously I do a lot of, well, not obviously, but I do a lot a, of manual handling, especially at this time of year. And I sort of, you know, shout over to colleagues and say, can anybody give me a hand with this? And then literally everybody scarpers. Like, <laughs> literally guys and girls. And always the guys that brag about going to the gym every day, scarper. Really? And I'm like... Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's like, is that gentlemanliness? Is that, is that common human decency? Like, mm. it's like, if yeah. somebody, if anybody yelled at my office, can I have a hand with this? I'd go and see if I could help. Yeah. I mean, I, I, again, I, I admit that I'm sometimes hampered by being five foot three and not particularly well built. <laughs> yeah. But um, I'm working on that. I'm lifting weights. <laughs> so, but yeah, I'd go and help. I'd go and see if I could help. Mm. And then when I couldn't, I'd find somebody who could. I'd, you know, go, yeah. go and yell at one of the blokes. Yeah. <laughs> see, yeah, I'm someone exactly. who's like, I'm going to lift this box myself. 
Yeah. You know? I, yeah. I quite like doing things for myself. But then if I am struggling, I do kind of like wish someone would offer to yeah. help. But I won't ask because I'm too proud. <laughs> <laughs> I often find that I push myself too far. Mm-hmm. Like the last yeah, MCM, definitely. we would, we it was a very big MCM in October mm. for Big Punch. And... Um, John and I went up the day before MCM started with a van full of stuff so that we could set up in advance and not have to set up on Friday morning. As it turned out, that was even better than usual because unfortunately, Ali and Nick's car broke down on their way to London, which meant that we had to start Friday without them anyway. But I did end up, I really wanted to be like, I'm going to help, I'm going to lift the heavy boxes, I'm going to pull the trolleys around. I, I hurt my back. Oh, did you? I, I didn't realise. Yeah, no. like, not not badly, badly, but badly enough that, like, by sort of the Sunday, Monday, I was like, oh, yeah, I've got something oh. bad going on in my back and shoulder. And it, it, that's purely my own pride for not admitting that mm. I can't lift that kind of weight mm. and I can't, like... It's when stuff like that happens that make you ask, yeah. like... Yeah. Because I do a lot of lifting and it is exhausting and you do get a bad back and you're like, mm, why am I doing this? I don't get paid enough to have a bad back. Yeah. <laughs> Somebody can help me. Yeah. That would be great. Yeah. My job now involves sitting at a desk typing like all day, every day. So <laughs> kind of relish the, uh, <laughs> the chance to do a bit of physical labour yeah. occasionally. I'm the same. I think my yeah. muscles are wasting yeah. a little bit. <laughs> Other than netball, I just sit yeah. and degrade. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, Chris is a gentleman and he always, you know, gets things out of the car first and stuff and without even asking and helps and stuff. So Aww. that's my love for Chris. Aww. Oh, that's nice. I didn't want to go too soppy. <laughs> yeah, we don't want to, you don't want to let his head get too big for this. Like, no. Yeah. Don't want yeah. him turned up like John. Yeah. <laughs> don't want to keep those egos under control. Yeah. Like, it just gets wild. <laughs> Just to clarify, John just has a physically big head. Yeah, it is a remarkably big head. (laughs) (laughs) Like, just to put it into perspective, we had some chef hats for our big punch stand for Sandwich Masters. And the chef hats for me and Lucy went over our entire heads. With my (laughs) my glasses on as well. I could put my whole head inside. Yeah, and then for John, it just about fit (laughs) on his head. Like, the elastic at the back was fully stretched to, like, maximum capacity. I thought you were going to say he cut a slit in the back of it. (laughs) Not far. Off, yeah. <laughs> so yeah, he does just have yeah. a very big hair. I think it doesn't help that he has a lot of hair as well. Like, he does. It just his yeah. hair is very poofy. It's very thick. Yeah. yeah. But um, yeah, <laughs> I'd like to get my uh, my scissors on that hair, <laughs> make a fine sculpture from it. I think it has been known has been known to eat razors. Like Ooh. you know, it has been known to break. He goes to the challenge same challenge accepted. Yeah. He goes to the same uh, lovely Turkish gentleman that Nick goes to to mm. tame his mop and. Um, <laughs> Yeah, it has been known to break clippers. Oh, um, my God. I don't know what it's made <laughs> of. He used to stop eating those iron filings. Yes. <laughs> is his brother the same? Does she, he have the same trouble? It's certainly, there is, is certainly a, a, a sort of lock hair. Um, I think what, one of the sort of a revelation that came lock recently locks. is... Lock locks. Yeah, lock locks. <laughs> like when John lets his hair grow out a bit and he doesn't... Um, he doesn't wash it too often because it, because it's kind of thick and doesn't really need it because it just kind of absorbs the atmosphere or something. I don't know. Um, he, he he gets curls. His, he actually has like curly really? hair. You don't see it an awful lot because it has to get a bit longer to get curls. And I was like, where has that come from? Because I've <laughs> met your family and none of your family have curly hair. And then his mum came to dinner once and she hadn't straightened her hair. And I didn't even realise she did straighten her hair. Really? And she has perfect corkscrew curls wow, naturally. And I'm just like... That's amazing. Why would you ever straighten that? Yeah. <laughs> Chris's family are all curly and they yeah. all straighten their hair. It's so weird though. Like I do it I I've done all kinds of weird stuff to my hair to try and make it curly. <laughs> yeah. Just, like my I hair have curly hair. <laughs> my hair is so boring. It's like poker straight and thin. And the most interesting thing I've got about it at the moment is I've put some blonde in it so I can dye it pink. Like that that's how I get interesting into my hair because my hair is boring. And then like yeah, John's mum is like straightening out these perfect ringlets. <laughs> it's, mm. it's so bizarre. This conversation is getting dangerously feminine. Oh yeah, quite so, quite so. <laughs> right, Lucy, yes. love. Well, my love is John again. Keeping to the theme, and it, I love the way that John just does stuff. 
without. Is this the same as mine? No, no not quite. Like, it's like, it's like John decides he wants to do a thing. John decides he wants to write a comic book. John decides oh, he wants oh. to make a computer game. John decides he wants to have a moderately successful comedy podcast. <laughs> Suddenly those things appear. John decides he wants to let the ladies ruin it yeah. all. <laughs> I just, I, I love how he, he has, he doesn't seem to give a moment's thought to anything ever going wrong. Mm-hmm. Not even this like, what could go wrong. He doesn't seem to even occur to him that something could go wrong. Uh, he doesn't give a moment of thought to how the amount of time that it will take, the amount of effort it will take. He just starts doing it and then <laughs> stuff appears, stuff happens, things <laughs> are there. And it's astonishing to me because I, I have some anxiety issues, as many people do in the modern world. Mm. And I hardly ever get anything creative done because I'm constantly running this litany of all the reasons that it's going to go Why wrong, not? Yeah. That, it, that it won't work, that I shouldn't do this, I'm doing this wrong, blah, 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 blah. And I'm so busy thinking of all those reasons that I never actually get to do yeah. the thing. And so nothing ever happens. And John just doesn't have that. Like, he's probably sitting in there writing another script for something I haven't even heard of right <laughs> now. <laughs> <laughs> that's amazing. Yeah, that's very yeah. cool. So that's that's my love. And I, I, I admire it greatly in him and I see it in other people as well. And I'm it's more envious in other people, I think. Yeah. It's like, if it was just John, it would be like special. But the fact that loads of people can actually do it just means that I'm wrong somehow. Oh. <laughs> is it? Yeah. Is it hard to to? Because I'm very similar. You know, mm. Nick's very creative, and I wish I was, but I just aren't. Yeah. Is it hard to live alongside that, or is it, it inspiring? Can, it can be a little intimidating at times. Mm. Like if I'm actually trying to sort of sit down and write something, because I I I want to be a writer. I've mm. been wanting to be a writer since I was a little kid. And I've never really succeeded at finishing anything. I've started many, many things. Mm. I've never finished a single thing. Um, And it can be a little intimidating when I know he's over there just bashing out the sixth volume of his, (laughs) like, (laughs) epic novel series. And I'm barely getting, like, a thousand words out of my head a week. Mm. Like, The scary thing about finishing it is then you have to do something with it. I yeah. guess I'd kind of like to just be able to finish something. Yeah. Though, like, and I, yeah, I, I have this argument with myself a lot. It's like, why don't you just do it? Like, yeah. it should be so easy, right? I could just go and sit at my computer table and start writing. I can't. I, I don't <laughs> know why I can't. You have to be in the right frame of mind. <laughs> you can't just do it because you have time. You have to yeah. be in the right place mentally yeah. to be able to do it as well. Um, but the, one of my colleagues has a, a phrase which I'm trying to take on board because I the reason I don't do creative stuff is because if it's not perfect, I won't accept it. Like I'd mm-hmm. rather not do a thing at all unless it's going to be perfect. But of course, if mm-hmm. I haven't practiced, it's not going to be perfect. But his phrase is good today is better than perfect tomorrow. And I'm trying to. Yeah, because I, I do agree good. with that to some extent. Like try your best, obviously. But, yeah. you know, it's better to just get it out there and learn from what didn't work. And try again mm-hmm. tomorrow, you know. Yeah. I think it's weird because in my professional life, like I now work for a software company and we use a, a, a method of creating software called agile software development. Um, this is going to, sorry, try, I'm, not, I'm trying to not get too technical. <laughs> here, but the idea of agile software development is it's better to get something out that's broken uh, than to not have anything else at it's all. It's like the beta of games. Yeah, it's like, stuff. you know, it's it's the reason that things like The Sims 4 are crap when they first come out these days yeah. because everybody's using this methodology. And in a lot of ways, it works very well. It means one of the main problems with classical software development, as it was, was that technology now moves faster than that form of development can. Mm. It can take two or three years for you to go from concept to actually having any working software whatsoever. Whereas with the agile methodology, the idea is, is it, that's a couple of months. And when like Android are forcing you to update an app every, you know, two or three every year, twice a year, sometimes if they decide to release a couple of versions of uh, Android, then you can't wait two or three years to go from concept to realization. So you have to shorten that timeline. And I'm okay with that in my professional life that I will design and help through development something because I'm not a coder. (laughs) I I do the bit that says it should do this. Here you go, coder. Make that into ones and zeros. Like I'm I'm okay with knowing that something I designed will not be perfect when the customer sees it. Mm -hmm. But I can't do that in your personal. I can't do that in my Mm -hmm. professional in my personal life for some reason. I'm happy with it in my professional life, and I even sell it to customers that way i'm like it's better to get something out than nothing out yeah so it you you think you're worried that this one little thing your users won't like 
show it to them. Yeah. And then you'll you change know it. whether or not they like it. Because you might be surprised. They might not care. They might not even notice. Like it's, mm. you know, it, it's, you can't predict people like that. And yeah, it's weird to me that I'm okay mm. with it in my professional life, but can't pull it into my personal life yeah. yet. And yet John seems to have that meth- that mindset just absolutely pat down. It's like, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if, because um, what they say about being productive and stuff is obviously write a book is a massive job. Yeah. But if you break it down into smaller bits, like write a hundred words, yeah. come up with a name, Things like that. Maybe mm-hmm. maybe that's how John keeps yeah, motivated maybe. is he sets him he puts it down into bite sized mm-hmm. chunks. Bite sized chunks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> blah, blah, blah. Um yeah, and he, then, always, like, he always says that it's like training a muscle. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, great, except I've still got to be able to start. I yeah. <laughs> but no. He's right, of course. He's right, because it's working for him. Because he's you always know? right. Yeah, he's always it. right, damn it. Shh. <laughs> 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 but yeah, it's uh, you're right. It's it's that writing, uh, you know, a screenplay is impossible. But yeah. writing a single scene might be possible, or yeah. deciding mm-hmm. who your characters are, or... and especially <laughs> with something creative because it is so massive mm. that you know a film or yeah a book or whatever, you have to think about it in smaller bits. Yeah. Yeah, I try. And I will continue trying because success <laughs> is not stopping, which is another yes. one of John's phrases. <laughs> oh, he's just so wise. Yeah. Oh, damn. God. Success is not stopping, but that doesn't mean you actually finish anything. <laughs> you just keep starting things, yeah. in my experience. Eventually one of them will yeah. bear fruit, hopefully. Oh, yeah, yeah. well, who knows? You only need one of them to yeah. catch on and then you've got a thing. <laughs> so, yes, so that's my love. Oh. Um, and we've gone all the way around the table. We have, yeah. So, oh, is this it? I yeah. Guess it is. Well, what one? Well, love or hate? Oh, oh I think we love hot... them all, don't yeah, we? Yeah, kind of do. Men, they're nice oh. to hang out with. <laughs> might, might, might hate to admit it sometimes, but yeah, they're okay. <laughs> Despite the hate, yeah. <laughs> Despite, Despite everything, even though Chris can't do DIY, I can live with him. Oh. Even though John makes that noise with his nose, <laughs> <laughs> and even though. Nick Chuggalugs. Ten tablets <laughs> or how many it is. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, 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 I can list off a million more faults in myself than in Nick's. <laughs> yes, yeah, I count myself true. very lucky that, um, <laughs> that it's not him yeah. complaining no, about probably, me. That's probably going to be next week. So yeah, well, they'll be like, know. right, let's get him back. Yeah. <laughs> so we're very sorry, guys. Yeah. yeah, we love you. We do. <laughs> now make me a cup of tea. Yeah. <laughs> so I think yeah, I think we come down on love as one. Yeah, I think we have yeah. to. Yeah, since we've still got them hanging around. Yeah, and, you know John's name's on the mortgage and everything, so I've kind of got to keep him around. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. Um, I can't remember how this thing ends. No. Have we ever decided how this thing ends, or do um, we just keep talking until John fades just, us out? Yeah. I think it's just like. You go, don't they try and come la, up with la, like a weird, la, la. like a catchphrase at the uh, end? I mean, do you do you have one? Do you want a catchphrase? Oh, uh, put myself on the spot there. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> go on, Ali, take it away. A man in the house is worth two in the tree. <laughs> <laughs>